Last time on Real Human Beings. No, no, no. It is the worst film I have ever had to watch. And I and I use the word film loosely here. Last time we watched Adam Sandler's Grown Ups, and boy oh boy, it was bad. Today, we tackle the next in the series, the universally reviled Grown Ups 2. What did we think of it? The answer just might surprise you. bike to school in the morning. You couldn't do that in L.A. Yeah, thank God there's no crazy people out here. How did you become a cop after all that crap we did growing up? Put your hands in the air. And wave them like you just don't care. Say ho! Say ho! I can't believe we used to jump off this. Hey, this is Kappa Eta Sigma property. Easy there, Abercrombie. Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Uh, Hey, fellas, that was a good handshake. We got a good one, too. It goes like this. How you doing, sir? Very good, sir. We're gonna take off that way. Naked. You guys are losers. Um, Jacob, why don't you tell the lovely, the lovely folks at home what we just watched? (laughs) So professional today. Um. Yeah, so we literally just finished Grown Ups 2. You guys knew it was coming, if you listened to the, the last episode, episode 7. Yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, thereby, thereby freeing Alden from this pact that... Uh, blood debt. This blood debt that yeah. uh, we formed in, what was that, episode 4? 4 or um, 5. So, so it's all good. He never has to worry about anything ever again, because we watched this together. I'm sure we can find something else to worry about. <laughs> like, are anybody, or is anybody actually my friend? <laughs> Spoiler alert, no! <laughs> um, so, Grown Ups 2. Uh, what do you need to know? Not much. <laughs> I mean, if you've watched Grown Ups, you know the plot of Grown Ups too. It's interesting though. Okay, so so just I'm gonna break it down a little bit of the thing here. But but so 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 Grown Ups too. Adam Sandler is back with all of his friends um, in the same town that they all in grew the up same in. town that they all grew up in. They've yeah. all moved back. Uh, all of his friends, minus a very obvious yeah. person yeah. who is not there anymore. Good old Schneider. Good old Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider has um, disappeared. He's disappeared. So And they don't talk about him. I know. They don't mention him. That's the part that's really interesting. Yeah. And I want to get to this later on. But I just want to go over a little bit yeah. synopsis of it. Because I want to get back to Rob yeah. Schneider. Because yeah. I feel like last episode I did not... Talk really explain about... why? I, I said I hated him. I didn't really explain why. We haven't we haven't gotten to the the meat the meaty depths yeah. of Rob Schneider. Uh, but anyways, they've all been back to their New England hometown, and uh, they have these new challenges yeah. that that they're going through, yeah. uh, which are 
pretty, fairly similar to the ones they had before. It's all solved in a day. Yeah, everything's that's, it's an odd okay. day. This this movie takes place over one day, which yeah. actually, you know, cool. It's good. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm just gonna straight up say it. I think Grown Ups Two. Much better film than Grown Ups 1. Yeah, I would Much agree with that. Film. I would agree with that in that it's a film. Yeah. Um, this was something that we, <laughs> that we talked about on the previous episode was that uh, Grown Ups isn't a film, which is why it's uh, impossible to write. It's just a collection of scenes that they did. Yeah. Whereas Grown Ups 2 has a plot. Yeah. Uh, not a very good one, but it has a plot. It has narrative structure. It clearly has a direction. Yeah, so it to, starts yeah. out... With an a very obviously CGI elk yeah. that's invaded Adam Sandler's there peas home. on them. Yeah, peas on them, and it, and it introduced it so so so, and they have to get it outside, and that's like the whole yeah. cold open. Yeah, um, and it rips up the, the the monkey, which comes back later. Yeah, it's Chekhov's gun right out the gate, and they, <laughs> yeah, they do they do true. pull the trigger. That's We've, true. That's the thing. Yeah. This is what's different about this movie is the yeah. fact that. Grown ups, there were all these loose ends. It was yeah. like the room. Yeah. Basically, they would bring up something and they would, they would, they never, would, you know, never come back yeah. to it. Here, they actually like even read. the bus driver. The bus yeah. driver at the beginning yeah. has this like. Okay, so we're jumping around a bit, but it's no different than last time. <laughs> but they're really okay. So the plot is Adam Sandler and his friends fuck around for a day. Um, that's literally <laughs> it. Yeah, and that's okay. There's like things that get introduced. So like for example. Um, uh, Adam Sandler's main problem is that Selma Hayek, his gorgeous wife, is uh, pregnant again, which he seems to think Dude. is a problem. <laughs> can we talk about Selma Hayek for just a few seconds? Let's there? get to let's let's move through the plot and then okay. we can, then we can right, we'll come back. We'll come back. Um, Kevin James's character is fat, and uh, they they don't like fatter than before. Yeah, like he, he looks no, he looks yeah. larger yeah. and in charger. Yeah, but less in charge because he's a mama's boy. Right. And also their kid is. An idiot, like, like legitimately an idiot, and they're yeah. not trying to help him. Like, he doesn't know how to read, doesn't know how to write, doesn't know how to do well, the basic wife math. is like afraid of hurting his confidence. Yeah, yeah. So confidence, K O B R Q Z Y, confidence. Well, we're not gonna have to pay for college, that's for sure. <laughs> and then uh, the various children have various tribulations. So Adam Sandler's kids are trying to get a date and become part of the football team, respectively. Yeah, and he's got deal, with, deal with his bully. Um, um, hey, you're a fader. Faders ain't afraid of women, buddy. That's not the way I'm raising you. Oh, by the way, Dad, did you ask Mom if I can play football? No, I was scared. I'm afraid she's going to yell at me in that accent that no one understands. Chris Rock, uh, he's got his, his wife forgets the 20th anniversary. All the wives are sort of dealing with this infidelity-esque thing that sort of gets brought up, and then it's okay because the yoga instructor is gay. Uh, the yoga instructor, by the way, the gay gay guy? Magical gay man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... He's the uh, best character. Kyle or something? Yeah, Kyle. He, he's he's competent, he's respectful, yeah. he's nice. attractive, yeah. he's smart, yeah. he is... He's he, the magical gay man. Yeah, he is the magical gay man. So similar yeah. to the magical black There's a lot to unpack in this film. Because, you know, there's, yeah. there's a pro-life debate that gets brought up. There's <laughs> Very, very, very briefly. Yeah, there's, um, so then they go to the quarry... So there's these, all these sort of little things that are going on. They go to the Kmart. They make fun of Kevin James. Hey, Malcolm, I didn't know you worked at Kmart. And apparently the hair on top of your head didn't know it either. <laughs> what? Do me a favor. Go like this. I think I got something in my teeth. <laughs> what? You know, uh, next time you should use that Chia Pet stuff on your whole head. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, and then David Spade has a new son who's probably my pick for MVP. 
All right, we're getting to it. The yeah. MVP MVP awards. I have three. I have three. If, if you remember, if you remember David David Spade, by the way, he's the uh, philandering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He also has one of the one. more interesting characters that he, the love interest, is this muscled woman who is actually quite attractive. I find her attractive. Yeah, I she mean. is. And her Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was I was attracted to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Son. Yeah. So then he has this <laughs> son. He's played by Alexander Lewis. I think uh, Alexander Ludwig. Ludwig, Ludwig. yep. Yeah. Uh, who's who is Bjorn Ironside? <laughs> he's in good, Vikings. and he's a good actor in that too. And he's a good actor in this one too. Yo, Crocodile Dundee had to go with a kid. Good, good. He's uh, he's in school. Kids in school for one day. I didn't know what else to do. He's a thug, Lenny. He cut the head off a teddy bear. Imagine what it'll do to me. Um, and then they have Taylor Lautner show up as these like preppy uh, uh, like dudes who are uh, that. That's you know. So that's the whole plot. I mean, there's not much more we could really explain. It all takes so it all takes place over a day, and they, so they all have these various yeah. conflicts and stuff, and it is juggled throughout the whole entire yeah. thing. And it's not, you know what? Not in a not in Arrested Development or yeah. uh, Captain America: Civil War yeah. elegant elegant way. I would say it's competent, but competently. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Compared to Grown Ups, the first one, this is like this is done yeah. like so well. Like, I wouldn't watch Grown Ups again. I would watch Grown Ups two again. Isn't that so weird? You I say would that? watch. I would watch Grown Ups two again. Yeah, there are more scenes that I enjoyed. We talked about this a little bit, and maybe let's come out in the B side, but. We talked about how Grown Ups 2, there's lower lows. Yeah. I think there are lower lows in Grown Ups 2. There's a lot of more crass jokes. Well, uh, and things that are just like, that was a joke. Yeah. I mean, they but had that in Grown Ups 2. There's higher high highs. There's, uh, the this, higher highs this, are, this film leans into the fact that it's just them kind of weird and it doesn't really care like uh, they, they they have a, a, a they, they meet they meet their friends who are the police officers now yeah. one of them Shaq yeah uh, in, in, in the in the parking lot yeah. and they're like oh we gotta make it to this recital yeah. we got five minutes we're never gonna make it there right? you'll get there on time but in five yeah. minutes and he's like Cause we're gonna give you a four alarm presidential police escort well, you're going to get a police escort for no real reason. Isn't that against the law? I am the law! The next scene Jump is... Jump cut. Jump cut. <laughs> They're driving up, shooting in the air. Like, Woo! Yeah, the police are shooting in the air. Uh, the, the, the drunk bus driver is up on top of it with a raft. Yeah. Okay, which so... flies off the back of the thing. And then he's like skiing down yeah. the thing yeah, on a yeah. raft. And it's like, you weren't expecting it. Yeah. And that's, that's where the movie shines. Yeah. This is one time where Bjorn Ironside, uh, he's he's super angry at, at his dad, David Because he said Spade. he was going to be in the soup kitchen. Yeah, and so he just, like, puts out his arm. And, and on, on his arm is tattooed, <laughs> soup kitchen my ass. And then he goes, ah! And, and then he sinks, he sinks into the into, yeah. the into the pool of water that he's in. He's yeah. just he just like because uh, he's a seething uh, ball of rage. It's yeah, so, like, and like those are the highest highs. And I would say they barely scrape the the below below the middle. But in the movie, they're genius. Yeah, but there's for a scene the where, movie yeah. and for what we're talking about, this is this is a so, movie that has that is seven percent on Rotten, to, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, nineteen percent on worse Metacritic. than Grown Ups. Four five point four on IMDb. Yeah, worse than, worse than, than Grown Ups. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's better than Grown Ups. I think it's better than Grown Ups too. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> One of the characters that gets replaced, yeah. Rob Schneider, is removed and and very glaringly so. But he gets replaced yeah. with the sort of like bus driver character yeah. who's got similar hair 
Um, and it's got, uh, like, he's in the closet, as it turns out, and there's sort of things, and he has some of the... the well, is he, though? I but mean... it's sort of, it's never it's never clear. Yeah. Um, he has one of the best scenes where he opens up a raft and gets blasted through, like, yeah. the, the, the sort of Kmart that he's in, um, which I think will... There's three things we got to hit. MVPs, mm-hmm. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. If you and know then, what I mean. I wanna, and then I want to talk about unpack, Rob Schneider. Unpack I want to talk Rob about Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. So Rob Schneider, and since, since we're kind of going to do it. Should we get to Rob Schneider? Or should no, we do, yeah. Whichever one you want to do first. Um, I, I just want to say... Let's unpack Rob Schneider. Okay, let's unpack Rob Schneider. So I feel like I didn't do a good job last episode of saying why I hate Rob Schneider. Yeah. Uh, beyond the fact that I don't think he's very funny, yeah. um, but he is this weird Republican... Uh, Jerk, for one uh, thing, like uh, who has married a uh, Mexican American. Uh, he married Selma Hayek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, essentially, I mean, but and and by that I, by that logic, he says like I, since I since I'm married to that, it's okay that I take these roles. He's also like, isn't he like half Filipino he's or something half, too? His mother uh, is Filipino. Yeah. And, but anyways, yeah. he uses these things as an excuse to he's make swarthy. racist racist stereotypes of people and like. You know, he's not even Mexican and he's yeah. doing these things, which, I mean, that's yeah. a whole thing. But so, so racist humor, for one thing, and he's really not... He's a bit of an asshole. He's, he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, he, he, his movie, uh, what is it, Deuce Bigelow, uh, European Gigolo, uh, which first, is... Wasn't the first one okay? Really people... stupid. No, it was I just one. The first... There's only one. I thought there was... Oh, I thought it was two. Then. No, there's only like one. Okay with the first one. No. Oh, okay. Uh, there there was this mistake. critic who wrote up this this review of it, and pretty much, pretty mild, right? Yeah. And... Uh, uh, and uh, he, he so, so so pretty mild cr- criticism of this stupid movie that Rob Schneider starred in. <laughs> and so Rob Schneider like took out this editorial and, and pretty much took this guy down. And he was like, "Where's your Pulitzer Prize?" He's yeah. like, "You you wouldn't you wouldn't understand artistic values of it, like you know, or com- yeah. comedy if it you know, whatever." And then Roger Ebert got into it and he <laughs> said uh, his his ending thing, which is you know like like dropping the mic yeah. in terms of you know movie editorial Critic, things yeah. he says i do have a i do have a a pulitzer prize mr schneider and frankly your movie sucks yeah. and so do you <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways on top of all that he's just this this dick right um he's also an anti-vaxxer yeah and not not to get political not in a way not in a way that's like he's done actual damage like in yeah. in the state of california he has spoken out and blocked legislation that would be helpful to health and yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff like that like literally legislation yeah. that has been introduced in the thing he has gotten up and he has he has given money against it yeah. multiple times yeah. and you know just complete science denying yeah. douchebag who is a, also you know a trump supporter and all that so it's there's, there's things working just, against him really dislike so, so why, that's so, why i dislike him way more and i said in the first the first episode that's why i dislike him way more than i why, could ever why did he not show up in grown-ups too so here's the reason here's the reason why he didn't show up in uh, uh in, in grown-ups too uh he said that uh his um he cited scheduling conflict that right. was it he had this move he had this uh, tv show short-lived on cbs called real rob uh that uh he said was um conflicting with the right. uh filming of this of Grown Ups 2 and so he said uh, they're grown, doing Grown Ups 2 without me mistake they should have paid me a lot of money well truthfully I wasn't sure if I had my TV series so it was an availability thing but at the end of the day they should have said what money does Rob need yeah. 
the thing about the story is the scheduling error doesn't really match up because his movie his his TV show had already gotten canceled by the time they had started filming. Right. So literally it was I, again, who's to say yeah. why he wasn't in it? But it definitely wasn't because I of feel scheduling. like I feel like he's the like because the the whole thing with Grown Ups too is that David Spade, Adam Sandler, Kevin James, and, and Chris Rock are all friends. Like yeah. they're, they're outside of the film, they are friends as well. Like they yeah. they know each other on a, on a professional and and uh, congenial manner. Like they're they're friendly. I wonder where Rob Schneider fits in that. Is he the fifth wheel to that wheelhouse? I mean, now? he certainly was in Grown Ups. He he played that role as yeah. kind of the fifth wheel, the weirdo dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so personally, when I'm reading this, the, the 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 whole scheduling thing doesn't work out, and I think it's really more about the the money. Like he, he in the quote, he says they should have paid me a lot of money. Uh, at the end of the day, they should have said, what money does Rob need? This was uh, an yeah. interview he did with uh, um, a radio station in Houston where they were talking to him about his shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just, he's, yeah. a, he's a dick who's saying, like, you should have paid me more money for, for shit my film. comedic yeah. stylings, <laughs> which are pretty bad. Awful. But anyways, is he don't, the worst, don't be... He's the worst comedian, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's the he's one the, that I I the worst. hate the most. Like like I I have an intense even above, actual even hatred. above a ventriloquist man, uh, Dennis. What's his name? The guy who does ventriloquist. Jeff Dugan. Jeff Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Jeff, Jeff Dunham, Dunham. Even yeah. above Jeff Dunham. Yeah, yeah. Even above way above Jeff Dunham. Isn't yeah. Jeff Dunham a Trump supporter too? I have no idea. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I just think you know the whole terrorist thing that was like yeah, that was bad. That was bad, man. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so my point being, don't uh, Rob Schneider. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Don't feel. I don't feel. I feel like this movie is better for his absence. Like, mm. like we include. We get him out of this. We include the. I'm gonna say my MVP because uh, this is kind of the next part is uh, Nick Schwartz. Nick Schwartz. Nick Schwartzen. I'm not the, sure if I'm saying the his bus name. driver, but his name his the actor's name Nick Schwartzen, and uh, he is this. Alcoholic bus driver who, who takes kind of just randomly shows up. Yeah. Like and they Sandler, abuse him. They abuse yeah. him, like hang from the roof. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Um, Sandler is uh, <coughs> dropping his fr- his kids off at the bus station, um, and <coughs> so they um, are talking. Yeah. And 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 the bus the bus driver like comes up and he's like, "Yo, man, yeah. what's going on?" And he's super he's super uh, 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 because because of his uh, his wife left him. And so he's his like, wife of three weeks. his wife of three weeks, right? Yeah. You, uh, you seem like you're a little extra out of it today. What's, what's going on? Yeah, I'm a little medicated. I met a very reliable doctor at a Cypress Hill concert and, uh, he floated me a couple pills just to feel better, you know, but I don't feel better. You feel worse. So throughout the whole entire movie, he's just kind of in yeah. his own, he's a fifth wheel. He is yeah. a fifth wheel. And that's why he replaces Rob Schneider in this movie. Is, they don't try and like put him in with the other wheels. They just, no, they really don't. They just. They just have him there as the fifth wheel doing weird shit, which is good. It's just like a good, yeah, a good characterization. Um, so that's your MVP. I would say yeah, because he came in, yeah. he filled Rob Schneider's shoes, and he did elevated it better. It. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's he's willing. Because Rob Schneider's whole shtick in the first movie was people laugh at me because I'm weird and yeah. I'm like all hippie and whatever yeah. and I'm strange. Yeah. I feel like this guy did it more gracefully oh, yeah. and more because he's more of a dummy, more yeah. of like kind of out of it. Like yeah. I believed it more. I yeah. don't know for whatever reason. I have three MVPs. Okay. The bus driver. 
Uh-huh. I think I think if I was to if I was forced to gunpoint, I would say he is the MVP. Yeah. So that was my one. Too. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my MVP. Um. Uh. My second is the raft. There's this raft joke <laughs> that occurs <laughs> and, three times. And the first the first one is with Nick, Nick the yeah. bus driver. And it's this raft that it inflates rapidly and pushes people around. And I just like. Slaps. It's really it's, dumb. It's, it's, it's really dumb. dumb. It's, it's, so 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 Nick is Nick is looking at the rafts and, and he's, he's like, oh man, and then he pulls, pulls at it and, and it like blasts him through the thing. There's a raft in there. It's super slapstick. It's like the same thing when I laugh when uh, Kevin James smashes through the pool in the first one. Yeah, like total. I know it's the dumbest low, thing. Low bro, but I but love it. I love it's it. Great. Like when Shaq jumps over the police car, he sits on the hood. He like. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, but but uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I know he's still going, but 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 honorary mention for MVP. Yeah. Shaq. Shaq. He's, Shaq is great. Because every joke with Shaq with Shaq is he's big. He's a big guy. But you know what? It works. It works so well because he like jumps on the hood, crumples the thing, falls <laughs> yeah. out, smashes he, he out. Does, he, yeah, he does. He does this. He does this. That classic thing where you jump across the side of the car, like the hood, yeah. and it's it's so good because he's huge. It's he like when he gets on the car, he kicks the door out. He yeah. like pulls himself out. And he's like too big for the yeah because he's too big. Yeah, it's just like it's you know, great. It's bad, but it's yeah. it's funny. Um, the Anyways, raft. So the raft. Then, and yeah. then um, what's his name? Uh, Ludwig. All right, so Bjorn Ironside. Yeah, I just like I like the fact that he he was so committed to his bit. Yeah, and like he was probably the one who acted the most. I would say he acted the most. See, the if first we're one, talking about that, then yeah, yeah, I he was the, he did have the most acting to do because he had to be it, this uh, yeah. intense like. Yeah delinquent yeah the whole thing about uh david spade's uh son is that he's like this hyper aggressive yeah he's like this he cuts the head off of a teddy teddy bear the first time he gets there he's got like tattoos all over his body but he's supposed to be like 16 or something like that yeah yeah yeah. um but i think because in the first one sama hayek she was definitely the best actor she was actually doing like things something yeah and then in this one i think it's ludwig with the role maybe taylor lautner because i Liked him as like the dumb prep kid. That was good too. Taylor Lautner should just do like dumb, dumb movies. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, th- let's talk about this. Uh, the 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 loser. The the worst. The weakest. Okay. Weakest. Oh the, man, this one's gonna be hard. Who's who's? I'll go first. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go ahead. The Urkel. Yeah. Not his fault. It was the right. Tim, Tim Meadows. So so yeah. in the last movie, pretty much the one. Good joke of the last movie yeah. was when uh, Tim Meadows and uh, Chris Rock get into an argument over who's the black guy because yeah. they're like I'm the black guy. This this town's only big enough for one black guy. Yeah, like it's a good nod it's to really like funny. yeah, it's a really good and, nod to like racism and, in, in small well, English towns and, and like and in a way it's a little problematic because I really like this movie. Make no mistake, I think it's less so. Less comes at I don't know maybe not, but it's definitely for the white straight yes. Uh, I think they tried. Games, I think they tried to get away know? from that in this one, to an extent. Mm, I think only shallowly. Yeah, no, know? like they 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 dipped their toe but, in a different. But the whole point being is that so Tim Meadows had yeah. and, and and Chris Rock they had the best joke in the last yeah. movie, and now Tim Meadows is back, and the whole entire joke about his family is basically they're like nerds. They're, they're like all weirdos. They're yeah. all weird nerds, and they go like say what. And they do like the sort of yeah. typical like thing. And so his son is pretty much a clone of Urkel. He's just this nerdy black kid. And he's trying to hit on Chris Rock's daughter. What's up, player? I'm here for your daughter. What? And okay, so this is the thing too. All the kids turn out to be like savants at something. So like, 
Adam Sandler's kid is gifted at football. He can kick the ball really well. Yeah, he's a kicker. Um, uh, Chris Rock's daughter sings amazingly. Out of kind of nowhere. Yeah, she just, just for no reason. Like... She's like, oh, wait, this person needs a bit. Yeah. And then uh, the idiot child who cannot do anything, it turns out to be this artistic genius. Mm-hmm. This, this sort of, um, this piano playing god. And then Kevin James is kind of like, well, it's okay if he's dumb. He's, at least he's got this skill. And it's kind of like, that doesn't really, you know, mm-hmm. that's not good. Where did you learn how to do that? I saw it in one of my dreams. You're a genius? My boy's a genius! Uh, you know, should be low rep balance. But anyway, the lowest performer for me, I yeah. think at the end of the day, was... Is it his fault? Herbal. But was it his fault, though? Because that was just his character. Is did he, he did a good job with being nerdy. I guess, yeah. I mean, just the who's bit the worst? Funny. Who's the worst? Who is the actual worst actor? Um, I guess Adam Sandler. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Again. Like, yeah, I think it's Adam Sandler again. <laughs> Sandler. Because he puts no effort. Sandler, Sandler isn't rushing. really doing anything. Yeah, no, he doesn't do anything. He isn't doing anything. Um, that's, the, that's the thing that's interesting uh, about this because. At least Kevin James did something. Same with Chris Rock. Minimally, it wasn't that great. But min- I mean, more than neither of none of the none of the main cast is that is doing that much in terms of. Durst, that we actually. say Selma Hayek in there too. She yeah, no, it. she's not really. Do- I mean, right. she is putting forth a little bit of emotion, and yeah. I mean Sandler at least Sandler has opened up his eyes he did in this say movie. Face rape your face. face <laughs> that was. So there's this scene where he's trying to put his daughter to sleep, who inexplicably, unlike any other child, wants to go to sleep at a party. And then he's like, "Go to sleep. The hand's gonna face rape you." And we're to sleep. Yeah. To sleep. I well, okay. face rape you to sleep. We don't. We don't know if he said for sure. If yeah, he said but, face rape. We but didn't go we back both and look at heard it, it yeah. and we looked at each other like, "Did he say that?" Did he? And we didn't want to go back yeah. and check. Um. Yeah, you know. I, I, yeah. Who's well, the, I, okay, I will say Adam Sandler might not really be doing a lot, yeah. but at least he's like he's putting forth a little bit more effort than in Grown Ups. He like yells at his at his kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, he does his yep. classic like really obnoxious so, voice. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, hey, that's good. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's, he's showing some he's signs of life. Out. You know, um, he's breathing. <laughs> but yeah, I would agree. I mean, none of the main cast. David Spade is probably the best out of all those. Yeah, David Spade because he best. gets because he gets. Some some funny scenes where he, he jumps into Shaq's arms because yeah. David Spade is so short and yeah. Shaq is so huge. Yeah. That's that's great because yeah. I mean again it's like Shaq is just big like yeah. that's the joke. <laughs> I think um, you had a really good point too. You talked yeah. about how like a lot of the times the scenes seem to be like somebody just said oh that would be funny if you did this right and then they did it yeah. and then there was no like I feel ulterior like, motive beyond like hey that yeah. would be funny if you did this. I feel like less so than um, Grown Ups One than Grown Ups One. Yeah, again I will say everything in this. Is better. Yes, yes. Um, this is much more of a movie. This is much more of a cohesive plot. And in a way, you know, maybe it's like I'm thinking of like stuff like Days and Confused. Yeah, like the, those Were you movies that by them that just well that just take place over one day. Yeah, like I'm I'm like that's cool. Like I'm yeah. glad that they did that over yeah. one day. And yeah. like the thing about Grown Ups, the first movie is the fact that the timing is all like. Wow. They just they just jump. Come, they just cut to you know like uh, later that night I guess yeah yeah I guess but we don't know for sure and there's no there's an indication there's yeah. no the days just come and go and we're not really sure maybe oh that's, it's Fourth of July maybe that's maybe that's an artistic decision to to simulate the endless timelessness of summer where you don't actually really know what day it is what time it is are we are we misunderstanding Dennis Dugan 
and his directorial. Uh, yeah. So Dennis Dugan also directed this. He's like seventy out. years old. Yeah, yeah. He's done like literally all of Sandler's yeah. uh, movies. Like he's that, like the on-call director for Happy Madison. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, so I this... picture him kind of like a seventy-year-old doctor who's like <coughs> old, like Jewish. <laughs> hey, you're gonna make Jewish. a movie, eh? Hey? <laughs> you're gonna make a movie. Um, <laughs> he's. he's... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, this movie came out in 2013. Uh, I forget. Let's talk about Selma Hayek, because now we're talking about 2013. She was 46 when she made this film, and she is a goddess. Oh my god, she is... Selma Hayek. She's 50 right now. She's yeah, we're 50... 2017. She's so... going to turn 51 this year. 51, okay. Yeah. Um, she is... Beautiful, yeah. like, like it's. Oh my god, I'm so, sorry. Like again, I was talking about this was this was created for the male gaze. Like there, but it works. There sometimes. is like so much objectification of women and stuff. Oh but yeah, that's bad. Sima Halleck is like, oh my god, Sima Hayek. Yeah. I always say her name. My bad. She is. <laughs> you got around to amazing. Like oh, yeah. there's this scene at the very end where Adam <laughs> she, Sandler's kissing her belly. Yeah, and. That might be the weirdest place I've ever gotten a boner. It's not a place, though. Oh, my God. Weirdest time. Weirdest... Yeah. Let's, let's, we can split that up. It's going to be a question for our B section, but it's weirdest place well, you ever got a boner. actually... No, it's going to be there. Weirdest place you got a boner and weirdest, <coughs> uh, like, scene or thing that caused you to be aroused. Okay? That's what we're going with. Um, now, the, the, the thing that... Uh, that Selma Hayek... Like... There's just so many weird things because she's so gorgeous, because she's this like this walking male fantasy that they, they yeah. put in because she's a walking male fantasy. Yeah, man. Oh god. <laughs> that she, whenever Adam Sandler has conflict with her, she's he's like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to have a kid." Or like, "Yeah, so uh, they like they, they, they have a kid and like, she's oh. pregnant already." Yeah, and they're playing with this like like cheating angle kind of thing too, like, "Oh, you seen this?" It's like, "Dude, fucking look at her like jesus she is like how did how on earth again we talked about this last time but how on earth did adam sandler end up with this beautiful woman and this is like when you when you hear this is maybe over rhapsodizing the issue but it's like you understand yeah why myths of helen of troy exist right like you understand the the <laughs> that briefly and then you're like oh man am I just <coughs> this is very heteronormative by the way this is very we're, we're, acknowledge it yeah, yeah. yeah. we're hashtag we're, the patriarchy yeah we're jumping right into that today um and yeah. also weirdly muscle woman who oh my yeah, god yeah, yeah. So, okay. so David Spade's love interest in this is this really muscle bound chick she's like built as hell like she's stronger than, she's like ripped and all, all the, the jokes are like she's a man but You're she, a dude. but yeah. she is legitimately attractive. I was she's gonna say she's dressed up. They have a party at the end. She's dressed up as Hulk Hogan. I've already mentioned it. But yeah. She looked good. Yeah, she looked good, man. Like and I might like, be revealing too much, yeah, but like, yeah, she looked good. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was a weird set of situation. We're like, huh? Well done. <laughs> so like, yeah, David Spade ends up with her at the end. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. good. Yeah, a bit of closure. Do you think they're gonna make, make a grown ups three? Um, I was actually looking that up, and I haven't seen anything official, um, but there is... Talk. Uh, Mari, so so in, in July 9th, 2016, uh, Mar Maria Bello gives an update on Grown Ups 3, and uh, basically what... I don't, I don't actually know Maria Bella, uh, but uh, uh, she says, 
uh, people have talked about it and we've heard it might happen. I don't know if there is a script. I don't know what there is, but I hope so because, boy, it is fun to work with those guys. So she is, uh, she was in Lights Out recently. Yeah. And uh, I actually don't know who she is. But anyways, that's the latest, and that was like a year ago. Yeah. So, oh, uh, she, she's she's Kevin Smith's uh, uh, gotcha. uh, a wife. In this that's, that's sort of the thing that we talk, uh, we're going to talk about in our B section too. It's just like sort of the nature of like, these movies are shit. But apparently working with Adam Sandler is like a fucking dream. Like it's amazing. Like you get, it's it's a fun time. Well, okay. There's a reason. And we mentioned it a little bit before too, but like Adam Sandler, he's there's a cracked article yeah. recently that kind of pointed this out, which I already knew, but like it's good to be reminded sometimes of these things. Um, basically, all of Adam Sandler's movies are an excuse to go, go on some, vacation, yeah, go somewhere. Um, I mean, in this movie, he didn't really go on vacation. But New England's nice. I would say, yeah, it reminds me of New England in the summer yeah. um, because New England in the winter is kind of. Yeah. But uh, in the summer, it's it's nice. Like there's lakes, there's there's yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's warm enough, but it's just like not too warm. Yeah. It's it's good, and so in that way, yeah, this is nice. Uh, but like all of his other movies, pretty much have been excuses to go to like, um, go to just these these places. And, yeah. and it started with Fifty uh, First States when yeah. uh, he was with Drew Barrymore, and he's like, "Hey, we should do this in Hawaii," yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, sure." He's like. Oh, I can do this. Yeah. So now <laughs> so I'm just gonna have all my movies in like <laughs> places that I want to go to. Yeah. So he's been to Hawaii. He was in in the Do Over. I think he went to like uh, somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, in the Ridiculous Six. I don't know. He went all over the the country. Uh, I don't know if that's really a thing. But Blended. He went to Africa. Uh, uh, just go with it. He went back to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, in Pixels, he went to Vancouver. Or Toronto to awesome. film, so you know. Awesome. <laughs> um, here's 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 the question though. Anyways, we've yeah. watched Grown Ups. We've watched Grown Ups too. Yeah. Grown Ups. My official rating is that it can't be rated because it isn't a film. Yeah. Grown Ups Two is a film. Grown Ups Two is a film, and it's a film that I enjoyed at moments. <laughs> does it? Does it make you? Does it? But it's also films freak that freak you out that say that. <laughs> but it also is a film that makes me hate life. Why does it make you hate life? Because the lows are so bad. Like we the haven't talked, are, we haven't talked about the bad. lows, but I, like they're just. I don't want to talk about them. So I'm <laughs> gonna give I'm gonna give its official rating okay. on, on Alden's ten point patented scale. Uh, drum roll, please. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two and a half out of ten. Yeah. I'm give it a two and a half. Two and with, a half with the caveat with the asterisk. Yeah. Would watch again. That's would, important. That's would important. watch again because neither of us, I think, want there, to watch there are, grown ups. Ever there are movies again. that I rate yeah. an eight out of ten and would not watch again. Yeah, there are movies that I would rate like a nine out of ten, and I'm just like, I don't need to see that again. I would yeah. watch Grown Ups two again. Isn't that crazy that yeah. we watch Grown Ups two again? So what's what's let's let's go over to Jacob here and let's see the well. Official. Okay, I don't know. On your twelve it's points. Like... <laughs> No, it's ten. Yeah, it's 10, ten as well. Yeah. Um, just to make it easier, because yeah. it's not a passing movie. Um, no, it doesn't pass. It's not a passing movie, but it is a movie I would enjoy, like as white noise. Yeah, would you watch dinner, it again? Like or playing a video game, have it on the background. Would you watch it again? I would. Okay, but again, in that context of like on in the background, yes. I'm doing something. Yeah, no, else. I wouldn't actively watch attention. it. Again. I I swept my floors. I, I mean, yeah, we didn't really. We were we were talking through a lot of it, yeah. so we probably missed a lot of dialogue. That would think. Um, so honestly, you know what, like. 
since I would watch it again, I might. It's just barely failing. Like, like I would a say, four it's a half? four. It's a four. It's a four out of ten. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. I think partly too. I don't know. I'm just so affected by the fact that so Grown Ups <laughs> was so bad. It's true. And this one was like good. This one was okay. Was it was like a, it wasn't good. This but it is was something like, that I think. And and this movie too. To to to, to, to spoiler alert for some of these other Adam Sandler movies that I've I've seen over the years. This is better yeah. than Jack and Jill, better yeah. than Ridiculous Six, yeah. better than The Do-Over, better than a ton of these other ones. This is, like, back to, like... What is a passing mark, is a passing work when only compared to other Adam Sandler films? No, if it's compared to other Adam Sandler movies, this is a... A good one? A middle. A middle. Middle one, because the good ones are, like... Fifty First States is actually yeah. like a nice movie. Yeah. Wedding Singer is an actually a nice movie. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I'm picking all rom coms because those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, you love your rom coms. I do love my rom coms, but I, like I hate this, <laughs> this is this is this is not the best, but it's definitely better not than like worst, yeah. yeah than all those other ones, right? So, um, yeah, so we, yeah, we've survived Grown Ups too. You should too. Uh, so, final, final recommendations. Yeah. Just, just one last thing I do yeah. want to say too, because go go, going on, I was just saying Adam Sandler movies, right? Yeah. Um, recently, uh, Sandler came out with this. This happened at like the Cannes Movie Festival. Like mm. this, this was at this featured there. Uh, it's a movie by uh, Noah Brom, uh, Bomback. Bom, I can never say his name right. Oh, Dir- director uh, Noah Bomback, and uh, so this is like a legit like artsy indie type movie it's called the Meyerowitz's stories and it's all about this family of of uh, Jewish people called the Meyerowitz and Sandler is featured in it and he's a major character along with uh, Ben Stiller Dustin Hoffman Edmund Thompson bunch of other people Jason Schwartzman uh, comes into that too uh and he does a really good job apparently um from the reviews I've read so again this is the enigma of Sandler the fact that we can talk about like Grown Ups 2 is an okay, at least in my opinion, an okay Adam Sandler movie, yeah. right? And yet, he can't do, he can do drama, yeah. right? Anyways, well. Enigma. Boom. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Take it with what you will. Yeah. As always, Adam Sandler, an endless source of fascination and Enigma. Uh, our next film that we're going to make is called Being Adam Sandler. <laughs> After the break, we'll talk about where we last got our erections, and why, and also, how to separate art from artistry. What? Uh-huh. What? Done that way. The son of the queen, the left hand. Could be like 
Hey everybody in podcast land, it has been a while. Sorry about that. This is August when it's currently going to be released, and this is the next episode we recorded way back in June. By real human being standards, that's actually not too bad. That's only two months in between there. We actually did a lot of planning and brainstorming about new things to actually do on the show, so hopefully upcoming ones will be more timely and uh, have a bit more in terms of their topics. Also, I'm still working on making this podcast iTunes official. Still got to figure that out. The music for this break is Grow Fonder by uh, an internet artist's name is Pogo. You actually hear another song of his called Bloom uh, later on. Pogo, uh, he's part of this topic of discussion, so I thought I should share some of his actual music with you. So you have an actual idea of when we're talking about it, what it sounds like. Um, He does other original uh, compositions as well, but this is probably the stuff that he's best known for. So what he'll do is he'll take these audio clips from old Disney movies and uh, put them to remixed music. Uh, This one is from Robin Hood, which was one of my favorite movies growing up. A lot of nostalgia going on there. The thing that I love about this music is that the clips, they sync up. Like, the audio is almost, but not quite, an actual language uh, or actual lyrics. I'm not sure. I've never looked it up. I kind of like it better if it's just this kind of alien weirdness. kind of has a hypnotic, kind of soothing effect on me. The music videos are also similar to that. They're kind of hypnotic. So if you have a chance, uh, check them out too. I've talked for too long. Uh, let's get back to, well, I guess me talking even more. So, uh, see you later. talk about the separation of art and artistry so this is like a artist this is a topic that's um alden and i have talked a lot about just kind of shit. Yeah. yeah um just about certain things about like what what what's important uh is is it the art or does this things that the artists say yeah make a difference so for example rob schneider should i not hate him just because he's an anti-vaxxer should yeah. i just appreciate his uh Com- racist uh, <laughs> comedic stylist uh, st- stereotypes on their own or uh, let's take this let's take another let's take know. a more extreme example uh let's say somebody views hitler's paintings in a vacuum he's unaware that hitler made the paintings yeah he says i like these paintings and he puts them on his wall and then somebody says dude those are hitler's paintings should the man take the paintings down or should the person take the, the paintings down? I think it's problematic at the very least. Yeah, like which it, is the reason. Why yeah, we're but like what? If, but if he doesn't know, like is is 
if he if he's on this is always the, the thing is if the person is unaware of the artist's political leanings ideology and appreciates the art for art's sake he looks at those paintings like that speaks to me i want well, that on my wall okay let's put, put it in even more yeah. concrete terms yeah. uh recently alden showed a bunch of pogo yeah who is this like it's like a mashup artist on YouTube. He'll take Disney sounds and then create a song out of them. And they've, they're really nice. Yeah, super they nostalgic. Sound really great. And, you know, like, I was just reminded of, like, watching Robin Hood as a kid. Yeah. And, like, let's, I don't know. Let's slide it on. Yeah, oh, no, of course. It's coming in. It was already, it already started. <laughs> the beginning of this. God damn it. I'm so out of the editing process. Oh, shit. <laughs> be something that I would say is making me happy. Um, it's very like millennial. Like I feel dumb for you, but in it's a way, beautiful. it really it is, is, it is beautiful. A be- it is a beautiful. It really is beautiful. Yeah. It's... You show it to any 20-some-odd-year girl, they're like, oh my god! <laughs> now we're the ones being sexist. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> show anyways, it to any 20-some-odd so... person. And like, oh my god! <laughs> that makes it better? Yeah. Because that person so, Jesus. anyways, I told my brother about this, and he's way more hooked up into, you know, the internet, whatever, yeah. as it is, and he sent me this article uh, that pretty much outs Pogo as a men's rights activist. Men's rights activist, which means he's a misogynistic, like, <laughs> dude who thinks that women are... Have it easy. <laughs> yeah, have it easy, and there's no such thing, like, feminism is bad, and, yeah. like, you, I'm not going to try and defend him, because I think the things that he said are indefensible, uh, it's stuff that he's written on on Reddit. Things that he's he's um he's on the Red Pill on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Things things that he's like said in interviews and stuff. He posted a video recently and then took it down immediately when people were like, uh, "What the fuck?" It was bothering <laughs> me. Look, man, China's <laughs> changed me. All right, people in China will just straight up clip their fingernails during class. It's, yeah, it's it's it, now you're 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 like okay. Anyways, uh, uh, Pogo, it's 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 like it's in like like it's it's he he's a bad person, right? Yeah. Red pill is this whole thing that's like you know women don't yeah. you know like contribute to society. Rights, yeah, they're allowed they get a pussy pass um, as it's called. Blah blah blah. A bunch yeah. of like really problematic shit. It's the bad parts of the internet, right? Yeah. And uh, so here I'm I read it and it makes me super sad because I 
still really love the music and I haven't stopped listening to it. See, that's the thing. This is this interesting. This is weird. It's the same Hitler argument. That's the point. But I'm making Jacob listened to the music and was unaware of the person's political and ideological leanings. Yeah. He then finds out and now feels guilty for liking the music. That's understandable. <laughs> I would fall on the side that art and artist are completely separate. That's my position in this conversation yeah. is that I believe that artist and art are separate. Artist and art intent is not separate. Mm-hmm. So this this is a this is a little tricky. But what I like to to do, this is my internal thing, and, we, and the list goes on in terms of artists that are controversial. We have also written down here. Um, what do we got? Right well, now? okay. So uh, this has been kind of a trend lately, or yeah. I've just noticed it more. Uh, there was this uh, movie reviewer who I really enjoy, and he wrote some really inspiring things. Just mm-hmm. one one about Superman yeah. that just like literally brought tears to my eyes at yeah. one point. Where he's just talking about like the hope that it can give you and stuff like yeah. that. It was it was a really dark time. It was like Trump had just been elected and stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Devin Faraci, uh, he uh, recently, a couple months ago, really. Uh, he, he got, like, accused of sexual harassment and it's pretty much like, yeah, he did it. He, yeah. he grabbed this girl uh, and he's, like, you know, been harassing these, these women and stuff. And, like, he's actually one that, like, like it, it hit me really hard. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, one of his co-hosts on this podcast that I really like, Amy uh, Nicholson, she says he's, like, on his own and he's trying to be a better person and stuff like yeah. that. So that's positive. That's, like, yeah. thank thank God, right? Because yeah. his heart has always been in the right place. Like, he's always written, like, really great stuff anyways. But that hit me really hard because, yeah. again, he's just, like, yeah. through his writing, you would yeah. think he's just a genuinely, like, good person. Yeah. Uh, some of the other people, though, uh, JonTron recently yeah. had, like, this racist tirade. Uh, in immigrants. This, in this, yeah, in this debate. JonTron is a YouTuber who uh, focuses on video games mostly, but then he had this random aside where he basically said that immigrants are ruining yeah, America. Yeah, he, he was doing a YouTube debate with somebody, and I don't really know why. Um, I mean, he's a funny guy. Like, his... his, his, yeah. his he used his to be part of Game are, Grumps. Uh, yeah, his, his things are funny, and he's like yeah. a... He's, 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 a, he's a talented, you know, entertainer and stuff. But again, like, knowing that about yeah. him, even after he's apologized, because um, he said that he didn't mean all the stuff that he said. But even... Even saying in the first place like i believe in second chances but yeah. like after you say those things it's still it's like out there you know it's like does that, does that make you know? his yeah it's just such an interesting question so, because does that make his work yeah. invalid should you invalidate somebody on there yeah. like if there are because he's just commenting on dumb video roman games, polanski right? there's another big one roman <laughs> yeah, polanski, roman polanski. There so uh, so like and the thing the problematic issue of this is that sometimes people Woody Allen, Woody Allen mm-hmm. sometimes people who are talented get forgiven for gross yeah, like Roman that's Polanski true. That's true. did rape a girl mm-hmm. like he he did never mind the fact that she now says it's fine it's okay <laughs> um, he still raped a 13 year old girl yeah. And has never come back to America because of that. Yeah. And there are still huge amount of supporters of him and say like his work is valid. And I'm not saying that his work is invalid because he did it. What I'm saying is that there's that disjoint between the art and artist. There's that split between the two. Woody Allen is another famous case. He's married his stepdaughter. Yeah. Right? Like that's, that's really that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. There's another word for that. It's called grooming. It's yeah. right you prep somebody and, uh, yeah, to sexually use them. And when you're in a position of power, like a stepfather, you're in a very good position for that. So, 
you know, is it is it because I like Woody Allen? Movies. I know, and the Woody Allen movies are good, and he's and he's a funny guy, and like he's yeah. got a lot of really good talent. And you talk to actors and actresses, they're like, I love Woody Allen. He's I love great to work, work with, yeah. and, and like mm-hmm. so that sort of split between the two becomes where people go like, oh, I've always known he was bad, always known he was good. Of course, I support him. Of course, I don't support him. Blah blah blah. And where you fall on that. But this kind of comes back to what I think is important. If you, I think there is a separation between art and artist. If if you create something that is beautiful to me, Pogo, let's use Pogo example. Yeah. You create something that I love, but you yourself are an asshole. I don't care. The mm-hmm. thing that you created stands alone, and mm-hmm. its its importance is the significance to me, and yeah. I love it. Do I think that Pogo is an idiot? Yes. Do I think that I do I agree with him? Of course I don't agree with him. But the art yeah. is significant to me and I still treasure it dearly. However, yeah. there is artist intent. And this is where it gets tricky because the intent of the artist could be that art should be viewed in a certain way. And if their ideology, which I disagree with, influences their art, that becomes the issue. So that's more of a case-by-case case thing yes, than you totally. have to go through and totally. see, like, what are they trying to say through yeah. this. I think and that's then, and then, too hard. And then ultimately, I think, too, with that, does it yeah. matter? If the person says, oh, this painting represents my hatred for the Jews, and oh, I just I hate him so much, but you look and at me And you see like, pretty flowers. Pretty flowers, and it's, like, lovely. <laughs> then it doesn't fucking matter what the guy said. You'd be like, I don't, I disagree with you. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong about your art. But As soon as you okay, make a piece of art and you send it out... My point... Is that I think that it's important that you acknowledge the fact that he made it with hatred of the Jews in mind, right? But he made this he made this pretty painting of flowers with the hatred, hatred of, of Jews. Jews. <laughs> you know, like like I think it's important that you acknowledge you might say, like, yeah, this is a beautiful painting. But you also have to like ignoring it is it's it's like the problem of colorblindness. Yeah. People say like I'm not racist because I don't see color, I'm colorblind. That's kind of that's not like that's a not as bad forward? it's not as bad as being like straight up racist it's still bad yeah. because you're not acknowledging the fact that so then how do you do you it know, properly do you just have like a little caveat underneath like i don't like to acknowledge races be affecting my issues but also i still recognize it as a social societal issue yeah you have to you have so, to acknowledge it yeah. you, and, and that's the same thing with that's the same but thing with acknowledge... this, this this pretty flower of, 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 of <laughs> this pretty jew hating flowers um you have i think i think if you do not yeah. know that part of it or do you not you don't if you know it and you acknowledge it and um and you don't acknowledge it i should say um i think you're doing a disservice to but then like, how would morally, you but then how would I you i don't know if but then, but let's, forcing my, my but let's say let's people, say um know. like every time you listen to pogo yeah it's fine to remind yourself oh this was made by somebody who is who is and now i do yeah <laughs> but then but then when you show it to another person do you have to go oh by the way the guy who made this is a is a massage yeah yeah i think i i have to the onus is yeah on i have to yeah. yeah i think that so like every time you watch it with the album i'm like hey did you know he married a stepdaughter yeah i think <laughs> you have to at least mention the fact that like i mean you don't have to be like that but like like hey you married a stepdaughter, but be like you know ah man even though he's yeah. Even though he's weird, I still like love this it. movie. I still love this. I liked Midnight in Paris. So you should always, you should always feel guilt if the artist is <laughs> against your ideology. Is what you're saying? Feel guilty. About well, no, something. I'm just saying it's if you don't, the then yeah, yeah, no, I get it. But I, I, if if you don't, then you are willfully ignoring like a a problem. But why even have that debate in the first place? Why not just simply say the person who made it is an asshole. Uh, the art is beautiful. Have the separation. Mm-hmm. Put the put the put the the divide in. But I can hate I hate Pogo. 
I can love this music. Yeah. I think I think you need to have both of those sides, though. You can't just say, oh, I love his art. I don't care what he said, even if he's a jerk. You, have to, you have to say, but then, I love the art. But then, really but now, see, that's, this becomes tricky. You yeah. say that about the art. What about the artist? You meet Pogo. Mm-hmm. You shake his hand. I love your art, man, but you're an asshole. Could you do that to him? You can do that for his art. Right? When you listen to Wishery or, or Upular or whatever, you can be like, oh man, this music's so good, but like, man, he's an asshole. Could you go up to Pogo and be like, oh man, your music is so good, but you're an asshole. Do you see the difference? Um, I mean, I guess. Right? So, like, I wouldn't really one... want to go up and meet him. No, no, but in one, in one context, you're just with the art and acknowledging the issues behind it. Yeah. Right? The other one, you have to admit or acknowledge the fact that this person who you dislike is still a good person, is still capable of creating good art or art that you appreciate. Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? So there's a difference. It's not just an inanimate object or something that you ascribe value to. It's a You're talking to the person now. You'd be like yeah. going up to Woody Allen and be like, I really disagree with the fact that you married your stepdaughter. But I think your work on this film was fantastic. Yeah. You think I you should don't do really that? get way... <laughs> you yeah. think you should do that every time you talk... To, every time you see Woody Allen at the Oscars, hey man... I'm just saying you, I the, don't think this will ever happen and yeah. I don't think... Me personally, no, but you're I don't saying have the backbone to no, do anything. No, like but I'm that. saying like, should that be how society deals with it? When there's an artist, let's talk hypothetically. How should how should society like? That's a good question. At the moment, it comes down to these rather black and white polemics, where either you're like, no, I support Roman Polanski, his art is beautiful, it excuses his poor actions when he was young, or you fall inside he's, he's a horrible rapist whose art is disgusting, and you should never support Roman Polanski. Would a better solution be any time you talk to Roman Polanski, be like, hey, you did a bad action in the past. Also, your movie's pretty good. I mean, yeah, shouldn't... Because I do... I said this before. I do believe in second chances and I yeah. do believe in people changing. Yeah. We should give them a chance to change. We should yeah. try and help them change. I mean, this is the, I, this I is the, this is the classic... Oh, uh, God. This is the classic thing that you have with pedophilia as well, too, where the uh-huh. people will be aware that what they're attracted to is morally right. and criminally wrong. Yeah, yeah. They know it. They're not idiots. Yeah, they're know, aware. Yeah. And then so the it's society... Yeah. Like, people will be like, we should kill all pedophiles. That's like an acceptable Even though thing if, to if say. There are, if there are like... Yeah, or, or it's okay to joke about... Yeah, prison rape. Ra- rape in prison. Yeah, you yeah. know exactly where we're going with that. <laughs> like it's all good. Um, it's all yeah. fine to do that. It's because, like because if you what get, we call if, acceptable, yeah. he's getting punished. What if he's innocent? Doesn't matter. He's getting punished. It's like how how do you def- what? Where's the where's the logical jump between the two? Yeah. How do you separate? Like there are artists that I really enjoy that I know are bad people. Woody Allen is one of them. Mm-hmm. I love Woody Allen films. Well, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> he's still That's still some of his stand up is like. Good. Really funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's really great, but yeah. it's and, undeniable. Or, or, or jo- uh, uh, House of Cosby's is another good one. I love House of Cosby's. Yeah. Which was a Justin Roiland led animated short in, from 2000 and... I don't know. Something. Mid-2000s. And uh, Justin Roiland of Rick and Morty fame. And I love it. I, I think it's hilarious. But it's Bill Cosby. And... But it's not. It's Justin Roiland doing a voice of Bill Cosby. But does it matter? Um, Does it matter? That's my question. I, if if I you don't represent, know. why would it matter? Uh, let's take example: nineteen seventies BBC uh, sitcom. Uh, uh, what is it like? <laughs> Hail, <laughs> honey, I'm, Hail honey, I'm Hail honey, I'm Hail honey, I'm home. Hail honey, Hail honey, Hail honey, Hail honey. Hello, I'm home. 
Which is an amazingly... It's, everyone should go out and watch it. It's on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. But it is, it is, it is awesome because it's, 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 it's not... It's, it's really bad, but it's not bad because it's necessarily offensive. It is offensive, but it's bad because it's just bad. It's yeah. such a bad sitcom. So it's my Hitler, favorite Hitler line. and Ava Brown live in an apartment in Britain. My, my favorite line of the whole entire thing... As he picks up the thing, he's like, uh, Hitler's Hitler's come out. He's like, he's like, hey Hitler here. Yeah. Like, oh, Hi, Bob Hitler. Hitler yeah. Who do you think is talking? No, Bob Hitler. Who do you think? <laughs> but that's my point. It's like that that is using a character that is publicly vilified, right? And like before and after, right? This was made before or after. I think countless things where people like posthumously are accused of, of crimes, or they we change <coughs> how we view Hitlers. them, or we change how we look at them, right? Like we we love Bill Cosby, then we found out that he did bad things, and now we look back at his work and go like, oh, he's all of the, well. I mean, you look back clear. at his work and some of the stuff that he said and some and of the like, stuff well, that he did and puts like, it in a new light. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. and that's the thing. The re the what's it uh, uh, revisionist revisionist looking at things. You look back and yeah. you revise. Thanks, and that I'm a very, very, very bad Hitler. Hitler. A... Correct uh, video recently that was plotting yeah. out in the Huxtables that yeah. technically he would have been macking on an underage girl. He yeah. went to the same college as her because, like, she was like whatever six years younger than him, and at the time yeah. he was in college, she was in high school. There's a more it's like there's a more innocent, creepy, there's right? a more innocent one, but that '70s show. Yeah, for the first season, Mila Kunis is 16 years old. Right. She lied about she her. She lied age. about her. Age, so yeah. all of the actions that she does within that, especially making out with Kelso and during that thing, technically statutory rape. It's it's not allowable. She had to lie. And then the when the producers found out about it, they're like, oh, okay. And then they just sort of moved on with her life because she had technically signed off on it and she knew what she was getting into. Which sounds really bad. But like that's another thing where like the when you revise something, that's an important part of looking at anything as well, too. Basically, what we're saying is complicated. Uh, I fall on the side that there should be a split between art and artist mm-hmm. in terms of enjoyment. But artist intent is important to understand, and I think it's very important to acknowledge where art comes from. I don't think you can. I think you need to acknowledge where the art comes from, no matter what. Okay. Personally, yeah. and this is this is true. I think, and we can talk about this this too. Even with non-controversial people, yeah, like even just people who are just like. Making something, making something, just yeah. just a normal artist, quote yeah. unquote, a normal artist. I think that, I think that artist intent always, you always have to take it into account. You can't. See, I think I, I think you can purely just look at it and say, "This is what I feel yeah. when I see it." But you also have to say, like, "This is why it's interesting because it's the opposite of yeah. what the artist wanted me to," yeah. or something like that. Like, I think but that's, that's a, I think that's sort of my whole point is that like once the artist releases the art, it doesn't matter what they say. There's mm-hmm. countless times. See, I art, think it does. I, I think there's I countless think, times when the director like, says, "Oh, you're you're there. watching my movie the wrong way. You should yeah. watch it this way." Fuck you. I don't fuck off. It's not your place to say how I should or shouldn't view this art. Go die. Like just go away. Just, it's kind of harsh. Well, but I hate that sort of pretentiousness. Go die. You you you're you're watching my movie wrong. You're 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 not looking at the painting that you the way you should. Who are you to say? How I should or shouldn't. And I think you're still allowed to look at it the way that you want to. I think it's also like, I think the artist actually like makes a difference. I, I think I think you should acknowledge them. I, don't, I think you yeah. should acknowledge them if, as whiny, if they're doing that, like or appreciate where they come from. Like, all right, it's be less hostile about it. 
appreciate where they come from. Be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, interesting. I see where you came from that. But I, I disagree. Th- I think it always adds meaning. That's that's my point. I think it always adds meaning it, to... Yeah, but to I can discount that meaning. I'd be like, interesting. Good good, good analysis, artist. Yeah. Also, don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay. like, this is a sort of... It, because at the end of the day, you only have your reaction towards these things, right? I think humans are multifaceted creatures and can hold more than one thought in their head, so... Well, I'm, I'm not saying they can't, but I'm yeah. saying that, like, when you view something, whether or not you're influenced by the person's thinking of the way you should or shouldn't view something, don't let that affect you. You should view it as a, a, as a, a virgin, as, as, as a virgin looking upon something, mm. and then Gross. add meaning, and then add it, and then add yeah. it, right? And then, then you can start talking about, well, what did the artist intend to do? Then you can start looking at that. But the initial experience, your initial reaction, your initial significance towards it should be unadulterated mm-hmm. should be that's just sort of my opinion so can i listen to pogo and not be uh not feel guilty yes i it's too hard for me i can't <laughs> i would say i would say listen to pogo and not feel guilty i because I, I don't yeah. think you need to feel guilt well i think you can feel anger be like man this guy's an asshole yeah but no i feel I'm, See, see, this I is feel thing. guilty for a piece you, of shit. You'll, you'll, you'll tell me this, but I still, I I'm still gonna feel. I, I, I think, I, I think I haven't changed. And I have no I authorship. Still, <laughs> I have no authorship of that. I can't make I think, you feel what you. you I'm still like gonna you feel guilty. Yesterday, or I'm like, feel whatever you want to feel. Yeah. Whatever emotion you feel, it's true. That's the right emotion to feel. That's true. That's true. Everyone has a lot of their feelings, no matter what. We're feelings positive on this podcast. So yeah. Um, I guess next up is our... Uh... Well, no, no, no. We're not done with this yet. Oh, we're not done? We're going to talk about our erections. All right, oh, yes, I'm of just course. kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That was, that was a joke. everybody, Jacob Skimmerhorn here, your radio boy, your best friend, and uh, your blatant copycat. So, update, I have not stopped listening to Pogo. I still enjoy it, even though I feel bad about enjoying it. I said in this section that I can't separate art and artistry, the two, I can't separate them from each other. So I don't know, maybe I'm a hypocrite that way. Maybe Alden's actually right. I never thought I'd actually say that, but the time has come. Oh no, end of the world. So in this last section and in the pick of week, I realized my mouse was clicking a lot, uh, which if you've been listening, you probably already heard. So learning experience, now I know not to take my laptop while we're actually recording. 
The music in this break is No Dogs on the Moon by Griffin McElroy. He's the guy from many different projects on TV, podcast land, video game world. This music I'm currently stealing from is from uh, the beloved The Adventure Zone, where he plays Dungeons and Dragons with his brothers and his father. They just finished up their first season, so they're saying bye to a lot of different characters. Kind of a time of closure. Also kind of recently, Jack O'Brien, who is the longtime editor of Cracked.com, has moved on from Cracked, and uh, most important for this, uh, the Cracked podcast. Um, I think he moved to HowStuffWorks.com, I think? I don't, I don't really remember exactly. But anyways, if you've listened to either of these guys, it's pretty obvious that they've impacted the style of this show a lot. I'm thinking back to like when I told Aldo what kind of music I thought would be good for the theme. Without even really realizing it, I was asking for the same kind of upbeat electronic music that Griffin makes so well for his podcast. These episode breaks where I share uh, my additional rambling thoughts and uh, even our footnotes section, that's all Jack O'Brien. I'm trying to copy him pretty much. So what's the point? Mm, I guess I just wanted to give a psychic uh, shout out to those guys, just to thank them. So thanks guys, really influential. Alright, that's about it. Uh, Now we're going to go on to Picks of the Week. happy uh i'll go first lego batman movie i loved it it was really really good it's the best batman movie i've seen computer how do i put the joker in arkham asylum quickest route no freeways computer do you hear me hello master bruce i have just taken away your computer privileges gasp sir it's time for you to stop this unhealthy behavior You can't spend the rest of your life alone, dressed in black, and staying up all night. Good night, Alfred. Sir, it's morning. You need to take responsibility for your life, and it starts by raising your son. I'm sorry. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. The young orphan you adopted at the gala. I thought I was being sarcastic. Hello, secret camera. Uh, Full stop. No questions asked. Beats all the Nolans. Upon further review, it is the best Batman film I think exists. It skewers a lot of the important things that Batman like represents. He's a fascist, out-of-control vigilante who thinks he has the law in his own hands. Uh, it does it in a way that's very graceful and artful and, and meaningful to both stu- uh, both to children and to adults. Um, the jokes are hilarious they, they fly by they're like, they're like just, a mile a minute and they're just endless it's just good mm-hmm. just and they're all average to good I, yeah. there's very few that fall flat if any really fall flat yeah because there's so many there's boom, like, boom boom yeah. boom 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 and there's there's highbrow lowbrow adults children friendly jokes just just going 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 um uh the animation uh, is fantastic yeah yeah uh, that's that's one of the things gorgeous film to look ones, at yeah. it uh the story is actually really the plot it's very touching 
Yeah, um, it's a very a, a meaningful thing about like relationships and how do you relate to people and the, the necessary requirements for family. There's this line where it's like, family is the friends you can't choose, which I thought was a very elegant way of putting how you feel about family at times, where you're like, all right, this is my friends that I had no choice, but I, I love them. And it's about, um, yeah, it's about feeling... Uh, but opening up yourself too, yeah. You know? Like and like, and, the... and it skewers it skewers a lot of like Alden said. It skewers a lot of the the self important stuff about yeah. Batman, yeah. Um, which is great because yeah. Will Arnett is perfect yeah. because all of his character, well, not all of his characters, but like Job, yeah. the one that he's most famous for playing this egotistical yeah. idiot yeah. Um, from Arrested Development. I've made a huge mistake. 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 I made a huge, tiny mistake. Come on! Uh, he plays the same character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's great at it, yeah. and I believe him. Yeah. And he's got this great, deep, gravelly voice. Better than Christian Bale. Um, like, it's, it is... I'd it, agree. This is the best Batman movie. Yeah, best Batman movie. Not the best Batman show. That goes to the animated series. Yeah, from, animated series. From 90. All day. Yeah, that's yeah. untouchable. But, like, but they even one, they, they go through, like, the different eras. They have, like... Like, even the story joke where they're like, Mariachi Batman, not culturally sensitive. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's just, they just, they're just hammering it in every time, they, every chance they can. Uh, it's, it's, it is the best Batman film I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch it again and enjoy it again. Yeah. Because I, because uh, I, I missed some stuff. Like, yeah. people were talking during it and yeah. I was like, I want to, yeah. I want to hear all the other jokes. I think yeah. I missed some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. They have, you even have deep cuts. Like, they have this, like, all the villains oh, show up. They got yeah. Polka Dot Man, Condiments King, uh, Egghead, uh, Cal- Egghead, Calendar Man. Like, yeah. the, the really crappy D-list yeah. heroes that Batman fought in the, like, Silver yeah, Age. Yeah, and, like, and Zach Galifianakis, who is the Joker, like, even throws away, he's like, Google him later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, they're worth a Google. Yeah. And it's like, it's great. Yeah. The opening line is amazing. It's like, we're transporting 11,100 tons of t- uh, dynamite, uh, 100 bombs, a uh, bunch of C4, and two best friends. Yeah, it's like, it's the opening yeah, line. It is amazing. It's it so just good. hits the ground running. Yeah, and it doesn't uh, stop. Even the opening line was bad. It's like, all important movies start with black. Yeah, it's, it's so true. Crawl. And like it just it it works it yeah. works on every level it hits all the right spots there's very little weakness uh, with anything really yeah um, I mean the plot's kind of boring but it serves its purpose it's pretty you know like yeah. you know what's gonna happen yeah uh, that's that's fine there's some pretty good voice actors yeah there's a ton there's the yeah. Rosario Dawson Will Arnett we already said Michael Cera uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Fines Ray Fines. Um, yeah. Who, who would be great as, as Alfred? Yeah. Who would be great he would um, be really if, he, good. if he was in an actual yeah. movie? There are a bunch of other ones that I'm not, I'm not remembering off my over. head. Yeah. Uh, Jason Manzoukas, I know for sure. Jenny Slate. Uh, some other people. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. That's my It's been week. out for a long time. I know. I've never gotten around to seeing it. Yeah. And I mean, that's me too. Like, I missed, we missed my chance in China. Like, yeah. I, I mentioned this before a while ago, but like... The reason why we talk about movies so late here is the fact that like they either don't come to China, or we can't get to them. We can't get to them, or like they only show yeah. for two days and they yeah, disappear. Exactly. And we don't know what the schedule is. Or, or yeah, or like we'll show up and I'll be like, hey, can I see this? And like, no, 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 I can't see it. So I don't know. I do yeah. the racist uh, thing from Family Guy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so so that's kind of inconvenient. But finally got to see it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great job, guys. Yeah. Yeah, Prop, so wonderful. Props to whoever made that. Yeah, really good. 
Music selection was on point. There's, I, I could go on, but I think I'll just leave it there. Well, I mean, like, what's yeah. more to say? What's more to say? Jacob, how about yourself? <laughs> My pick of the week is kind of a weird one. Uh, but uh, I've been teaching uh, this course called Planning, uh, which is all about planning your life out, but for 10th graders, so none of them are really paying attention. I don't know. Yeah, so whatever. Uh, but we've gotten to the all interesting uh, unit. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to do something really funny to that. Right there. <laughs> Echo. Yeah. Um, so sex ed and and uh, making me happy? I don't know. But making me interested, this is, this is really interesting to me, uh, is the fact that like doing research for sex ed in China reveals a lot of things about the country. Uh, so sex ed in China is not really taught. No. It's mentioned briefly about the differences between men and women, kind of like a biological yeah. thing. Mostly what it comes down to is parents telling their students or their, their children either, uh, you don't have any time for that because you need to study. Yeah. Uh, it's bad. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Just, just horror stories yeah. about like things Horrible like things. that. Um, or you'll find out later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so even things like traditional Chinese medicine teaches that uh, this one was kind of an interesting funny uh, thing that I found is that semen is 10 times as valuable as blood. So if you lose semen, uh, you're like making yourself weaker. Yeah. Um, Which is just funny. It's an interesting thing Um, because within, within uh, sort of the yin yang ideas that men have too much vital energy, like they carry too much so that when you have sex with women, you're sharing your energy with her because she's naturally more passive in the, the yang energy, I believe it is. Yeah. And, uh, then you give her some and she also gives you some energy back though that's the thing so it's like it's a weird in the in the Taoist tradition Mm -hmm. it's sex positive with a huge asterisk with a massive asterisk the the thing is is that even that plays into the gender stereotypes enforced gender girls girls is passive men is aggressive right um uh, one of the so so one of the articles I read is it's just kind of a funny story. It starts off with um, when uh, Li Jia Zhang was ten years old, her mother told her babies are from armpits, and she says, "I, I thought that was strange because there's no hole there." <laughs> and she grew up in the 1970s, and things have changed, yeah. but these are the people who are the adults now, yeah. right? And the Chinese government in 2000, oh God, I'm looking this up, but like in the early 2000s did say like, hey, we need to have sex ed. And so sex ed is taught in middle schools now. Yeah. Um, It's pretty basic. But it's, again, it's pretty basic. Put the P and the V. The the thing is, um, the thing is, uh, this is really an important subject though, because uh, um, rates of syphilis. Huge. HIV Huge. in China yeah. are humongous. Uh, 80, 81.7% of all HIV infections yeah. uh, are from sex. Yeah. They're not from needles, not from any of those things. Uh, Which is interesting, too, because they have condoms in every general store. Yeah, that's you true. You buy condoms in every store. Pretty much mm-hmm. every general store will carry condoms uh, right next to the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they are clearly aware um, the, if the students, at, if you ask the students, they usually will like, they're aware of it in some way. They, 
just thinking of one conversation we had with one of the students. Um, they do have a very hard time understanding non-binary genders. Um, just thinking of our one conversation there. So, well, there's a man and a woman, and that's the two that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like, yeah. that's the first step. Yes, it's exactly. even telling them, like, this hey. is the way that it's done properly. Yeah. Some of the other problems is the fact that uh, staggering... 13 million annual abortions. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is from 2013. There was one instance that a teenage girl underwent 13 abortions in one year, which yeah. is insane, yeah. obviously. I don't and so clearly they don't wait. <laughs> right. Because um, there is apparently, uh, I mean, there's a, I'm not exactly, I'm not up on my abortion practices. Um, um, and then, uh, so... Sorry, yeah, um, but but then then the, the the other shocking part is that the fact that um, this also affects things uh, sexual assault yes. and rape. Uh, there was this study, there was this um, uh, report from the UN that showed that uh, out of about a thousand Chinese males surveyed, twenty two percent of them had raped a woman. Yeah, and not perhaps intentionally which is even crazier the fact that they didn't even really know that the fact that consent is like a thing and this is this is affected uh you know uh in terms of sexual assault towards children as well and the thing on the books sexual assault towards boys is not really on the books so they can't actually be prosecuted that way and even for girls age of consent is 14 years old yeah 14 yeah same as germany though (sighs) germany's 14 germany's 14 as well um, and I think they have similar laws with the thing, yeah. um, with in terms of like statutory rape. Like if you're above yeah. the age of eighteen and you're with somebody who's between eighteen and fourteen, you're still in mm-hmm. a no-no zone. Um, just reading some things about abortion in China, yeah. uh, it had a one-child policy from 1979 until 2015, so they no longer have the one-child policy. Right, right. They've relaxed. It's that legal one. and it's a government service available on request for women. So basically, they just have to go to the government and say, "I want an abortion," and they're like, "Okie dokie." And they'll just mm-hmm. let it happen. Um, this is universal ac- access to contraception. Um, they also... The, the issue is, is that um, not all abortions are registered and fla- family planning statistics are considered state secrets. Really? Yeah. So, you, so family planning is mm-hmm. a state secret. In 2008... That's interesting. There were an estimated 13 million abortions, as you said, and approximately 10 million abortion pills sold. So the number is probably in the 20s to 30 million. Yeah. Um, this does go in line with the population growth of China, which is now leveled off to 1.8, I believe. It is no longer doubling. Yeah. It's no longer growing. And part it's of stable. That, and, and, and part of the reason for all of this, and we've gotten to this through uh, food, through drugs, all this is China is growing in GDP. Yeah. Its middle class is growing. Yeah. People are getting wealthier. Yeah. And with that comes... Lower birth rates. Lower birth rates. Or higher abortion rates. Higher abortion rates. <laughs> comes with it more uh, disposable income. Yep. It comes with it uh, fatter people. Yep. Right? All these things are happening to China and all these things are like... And they're unaware of it. Or they don't... They're, they're, they're closing their eyes to it. Or they don't even have the... the, the like James, like the, the student we're talking about who said like there's men and there's women. He's, he was yeah. telling me, he's like, I don't know anything about this. Like yeah. I literally... Yeah. He's one of the best students. He's yeah. super knowledgeable. Yeah. His English is very good. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, not taught to them. It's, they're yeah. unaware. It's not even that they're, yeah, yeah. Not that they're being willfully ignorant. They're just ignorant. And, and that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you but know. I mean, every country goes through that. I mean, like, look at America with its obesity epidemic, right? Like, right, but I'm saying, like, 
here for me, yeah. I'm feeling like I'm like coming back from the future. I'm like, I can save you, you know. Just listen to me. Way to Tell go. me, you know. White colonizing bastard. I know that's the thing that I feel like guilty about again. Is White like, man's burden. Am I? Am I? Am I doing this? Am I? You I, are. I want to. The answer is you are. But I want to also like teach them that like. Like even just don't rape women, right? Yeah, I yeah. want to teach them like but that's this is how crime. you put. On... Okay, now who's being the racist? <laughs> um, <laughs> any case, um, sorry. In any case, so so this this has been my pick of the week. I guess is kind of kind of a downer. Yeah. But the point being is that the fact that like I've actually I've been looking up different statistics. Yeah. I just read off some of these. I've been doing a lot of reading. Yeah. Uh, again, I mentioned it couple pods back but there's this news source called sixth tone it is very good it has a ton of things on there i would definitely suggest giving that a look at um but this has really been i guess activating my brain yeah Uh, beyond just like teaching students is the fact of me learning about it um and yeah and learning that this is important there is there is importance to this knowing this stuff so. And the, some of the kids are getting that too. I mean, that is something think, that interests them. Yeah. Right. I mean, and and part of it too is the fact that they're teenage boys, so of yeah. course they're just gonna laugh, like say, ah, penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you laugh because you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, maybe you'll get an update on that. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Tell you guys when we watch Grown Ups Three. <laughs> when we watch Grown Ups Three. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah I wonder what our next pod is even going to be about what can I mean, we even do after, we can't top that after, yeah. can't top <laughs> yeah it's over <laughs> it's, we're done we're over the over the hill we've jumped the shark yeah oh god anyways so that's that's my pick of the week yeah. sex yeah. ed in China yeah all over the place all what I've got now place. is probably Jacob's least favorite thing He's well just because of what you yeah. So we do this with guests, but I wanted to do this today just because we were being exceptionally heteronormative today. We... And I want to emphasize it by ending with a little FMK, fuck, Mary kill. Um, and our picks today are... Don't make me do this. Emma Stone. Alison Brie. No. Or Selma Hayek. No. And just to give a little, a little context, mm. Emma Stone and Alison Brie are, are Jacob's, Jacob's desire. Not celebrity crushes. Celebrity crushes. That's that's a better way. Celebrity yeah. crush. And I mean, they're definitely on my list too. So I'm... <laughs> this is so patriarchal, but we're going ahead with this. FMK, Salma Hayek, Emma Stone, <coughs> Alison Brie. I have a cautious answer. So I can go first. You've got a bit of time. Yeah, you go ahead. All right. Kill myself. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to marry Alison Brie. Because uh-huh. just, she just seems nice. And then I can get to know uh, Dong Lover and uh... <laughs> Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover uh-huh. and, and various connections to that. Um, and, you know, just save her from the one she is married to. Not that she needs saving. She, she's going out with Dave Franco. She's married sure. David Franco. She, she's buried him? Yeah. I thought they were just dating. No, Damn it. They're, they're, yeah. All right. <laughs> so I marry Alison Brie. I would, I would fuck Selma Hayek. And then I would kill Emma Stone. Oh, why would you kill kill Emma Emma Stone? Stone. But not in like a malicious way, like in an accidental way. So like like the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. She gets killed off. Like I don't... Like Like unceremonial... Like I didn't mean to. That was such a bad movie. Should we watch that next? Amazing Spider-Man? No, I never want to see it again. So that's that's my fuck my kill. 
the, the three. They're all lovely people. We shouldn't wish ill upon them, and of, of course we wish them the happiest in their lives. Um, but a man can dream. Yeah, she married him in 2017. Yeah. Darn it. So, uh, Mary Alison Brie, okay. fuck Selma Hayek, and, and kill Emma Stone. That's, that's where I'm putting my Why in. Why have sex with Selma Hayek? Because she's gorgeous. And she's I think, gorgeous. And I think she would be a great fling. Uh, uh-huh. And then plus, you know, Selma Hayek. Uh-huh. Emma Stone is smart and sassy and cute, but she looks too much like a cat for me. Like is a cat? Like a cat. She's got cat eyes. She's kind of like Taylor Swift in that sense. Cat-like. Cat eyes. Well, she had, does have big eyes. Uh, yeah. Uh, big old actually, actually, I was thinking about that recently. Creepers. Creepers. Uh, Where'd you get them peepers? Rick, Rick, Ricky, Ricky Lindholm. Uh, yep. Like her as well. Yeah. And she's got like eyes like that. Uma yeah. Thurman. Like, I'm, I was just thinking about that. It was like, wow, I just like big eyes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. Anyways. So, stop, if I have to... If you have to put the dice down. Do. Yeah. Um... This is really hard. I know. As am I. <laughs> you know, I kind of got to stay true to my girls. <laughs> so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill Selma Hayek. Fair enough, yeah. She's, I freaking, she's yeah. 51. Yeah. Um, she's had a long life. <laughs> who, would um, you, who would you marry? She, she's already had to suffer through grown-ups and grown-ups too. <laughs> she looks like she had I feel fun. like I feel like I should put her out of her misery. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> who do you marry Jacob um man this is hard life? this is hard um Alison Brie her real name is Alison Brie Skrimmerhorn I know just putting that That's out there so um so you know what Mary I'm gonna sleep with her because we might be cousins and uh, if we marry each other then uh, but if you marry each other it's the easiest name ever yeah. you, you could just Dude, but who, she already took a new name. She already she she like isn't she'll in the screenwriters she'll girl, guild in the screen. Well, but in the screen yeah, guild, like the actor SAG card, you know, yeah. she she's not officially yeah. Skimmerhorn. You're not making the actress card. You're making the actress. I know, but then I'm gonna marry Emma Stone. How old is Emma Stone? Hmm? She's 20, she's 28. 28. And uh, Alison Brie is like in the. 30, 30, 31. I want to say. 30, 34, yeah. You just, you just um, hate those old people, don't you, Jacob? Oh, no, I just... Christ. Emma Stone, she went out with Andrew Garfield. I'm not sure if they're going out anymore, but, yeah. like, she's in La La Land. Yeah, and you loved La La Land. I didn't hate La La Land. Like, <laughs> I, that, I'm tired of people hating on this movie. It was okay. It wasn't, like, perfect or anything. The beginning and the end was, was wonderful. <laughs> the middle was, like, ugh, whatever. But, like... I just, anyways, sorry. I would make her feel better about all the people criticizing her for La La Land. I'm I'd sure she's like, fine with all her millions of dollars. <laughs> I'm sure, she sleeps well at night. Well, that's you don't yeah. know that for sure. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save her. From here at the studio, as always, thanks be to you, thanks be to me, thanks be to all the friends around the world. Uh, thanks great be to you, thanks <laughs> be to me, thanks be to everybody who likes to be. What a great, what a great way to end off this show. Uh, we start with the peeing beer, and we end with the peeing Jacob. Uh, from all of us here at Dark Wolf Media, we'd like to extend our thanks to Squarespace. That's about it. Bye.